You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is fitting at me. Hey! Holy hell, I wasn't ready. Here we go. Wow. I, know, I didn't give you a warning. I appreciate it. It kicked me right in the gear. Right. I got no gear because I didn't shower. Yeah, nothing worse than a no shower. My roommate, who's uh, Indian, uh, in there, I might get racist here because of this son of a bitch. Lay it on me. <laughs> <laughs> Praise Allah. <laughs> Wait. Guy. If you're going to do this rant, you got to be facing Mecca. Uh, um, Becca, my ex. Oh, God. Well, I miss her. Um, not really. Uh, <laughs> I hope she dies. I think that's just part of your character to miss her, but you don't really miss her. I mean, I haven't even. Brought, I, mean, I just said Mecca sounded like Becca, so I came it up. But I haven't. I haven't missed her in but, yeah, years. Yeah, you just said I miss her, but that's. Just, I think that's the old you. I think you've, you've that's peeled the old, it. Old me, yeah. Of yeah, course. you peeled it away. I texted her last week. Oh yeah. I was like, hey, you want to hang out? I'm, uh, I'm around. I mean, I'm doing a show in Crown Heights. She lives in Crown Heights. Uh-huh. I was like, you want, I'm doing a show in Crown Heights, so. If if, you, if we can't hang here, that's yeah, the end of the thing. That's it. And she's like, no, I'm tired or whatever. Moves to New York, doesn't even hang out, Doesn't that's, has not gone out. I see a lot of that. It's so strange to me. And then she's like, I might move back to Denver next year. I, I just don't like it here. And I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? I, no, I know what this is because I had this once. I, I lived in New York before comedy. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Okay, New yeah. York Film Academy. Yes, I actually lived with four Indian guys, by the way. Wow, that yeah. shower must have been oh, kaputs. It was, it was non-existent. It's kaputs Indian? It sounds. It should it, be Indian. It, it, it sounds like a dish. It sounds. Yeah, I'll have the kaputs with a side of tahini. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tahini. you gotta have something to do in New York. People come here. It's too overwhelming if you have no nothing to drive towards. We have comedy or like Broadway or something. There's got to be something or getting a job in finance. You got to be searching for something. I disagree completely. I'm telling you, I did it. It was hard. It's hard to leave the apartment. You're like, there's nothing for me out there. You can't Google. You can't go bowling. You can't go it's to a bar. Forced. You it's can't... too forced. You're alone. Go- bowling. It's not. It, it's the loneliest feeling. You meet people. There's people to meet everywhere. Snip, snap. Uh, you could do the meetup, but that's not for us. Is tahini an island or a food? That's a sauce. A white sauce. Aha. Yeah. I see. I know all about white sauces. There's also tabbouleh. That's a different one. That's the one I ordered when I first started working at the cellar. Yeah, it's like and I chopped up. I thought it was just lettuce or something. No, no. Tahini's that shit they give you at the gyro place. Ah. Yeah, gyro. good stuff. I love I grew that up with tahini. A, grew up with a kid named Jaira. Oh, is that right? Yeah, black guy. Jaira Cooper. Ooh, good name. That was always my go-to black name, and people would laugh. They'd be like, that's a good one, because it's a real name, but, uh-huh. but it's not Jamal. Everyone right. uses Jamal. Everybody uses Jamal. I go Jaira. I like Jaira. Not bad. Good guy. I know, uh, I know a guy named Juma. Juma, yeah, Jewish very, fella, very African. Sounds like a Israeli mother. Juma, Juma. I see that. It's a bit of a stretch. I like it. I don't even know if it was a stretch. Maybe it just wasn't that great. No, I think it worked. Okay, thank you. Juma. It sounds like the Italian. She's my Guma, uh-huh. but it was Juma. Kuma. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's Harold oh. and Kuma. Boy, this is a classic White, already, folks. White Castle. All right. Speaking of classics already, come out to the show in Philadelphia. I want to oh. plug it because I just hung out with Connor. Yes. Who's uh, putting the whole show together, and he donated $500 worth of gifts what? to Robert Kelly's gift drive. Wow. So he came out to the show we did on Long Island. Just a swell guy. 
And uh, we're doing the show. What's the date? February 20th, the 22nd? I think or? it's the 20th. I think it's the 20th, too. I'm going to double check. You fill the time up while yeah, I'm checking. Yeah, yeah. He made a great flyer. It's going to be a hot show. February 20th. It's at the University of Pennsylvania, Ivy League. Yeah. UPenn. Is that Ivy League? That's Ivy League, baby. Penn. Penn I got all kinds of Ivy League. Penn State, not Ivy League. Not Ivy League. Big Ten. That's Bush League. Bush League, folks. Yeah. What, what does that mean, Bush League? I think it's a baseball reference. Ah. Bush League is like a, a Bush Leaguer. It was so perfect when Bush was president. Yeah. You know, because he was a song called Bush League. Oh, wow. Born on third, thinks he got a triple. There you go. You know what I mean? I like that. Uh, so anyways, this morning, my fucking roommate is in the shower for 45 minutes. It doesn't even smell nice when he comes out. That is wild. What is going on in there? We have right now. It's him and his girlfriend, and my roommate, and his ex-wife, and my other roommate. There's five people, one bathroom. Wow. It's like a porn. Ah. It's brutal. I, I sat outside, just sitting there, towel over the shoulder, yes. you know, the towel over the shoulder. I, I got my flip flops on. I bet you got a snorkel. I got a, <laughs> a rubber, uh, a big inflatable duck. I don't typically snorkel in the shower. I don't either. It was, All a, right. it was a joke. Ah, damn it. Uh, but yeah, wow, that's the word. And just waiting. And then you start going, what's he doing in there? Yes. You start and acting it out like, all right, it takes me this long to do this armpit. Mm-hmm. This long to decide. You're like, what could he be doing? My girlfriend thinks it's the guts. They got oh, big guts. He's got a huge, he's got to get under the gut. <laughs> they got to get under there. They got to get over there. He's got change and candy under there's, that thing. But there's so many sounds coming. I'm like, all right, that's the sink. And uh-huh. then it, that's the shower. Okay, he's back in the shower. Now right. he's over at the sink. Now yeah. it's a toilet. Who gets back in a shower? It's bizarre. Yeah. It, it feels like the scene, remember Holy Grail, Monty Python's uh-huh. the Holy Grail, when uh-huh. they're building the badger? Yes. And they're out in the woods and you just hear the weird noises. Yes. Happen. That's what it feels like. Right. There's, there's a saw in there and there's a boink and a squink. Yes, a metallic... <laughs> Galunk. Here's what I think. I think he's shitting first. I think he's reading while shitting. Mm -hmm. I think he's taking it all in. He's enjoying it. He runs the water so you can't hear him shitting. So you're like, oh, the shower's running. Interesting. Now you think he's in the shower, but he's actually shitting. I think you got something, but except I don't think he runs the shower because there's... 30 minutes before the shower even runs. Ah. Because the whole time, that's when you're hoping, hopefully he's shitting. Yeah. I'll hear a little sink. He'll be on his way. Uh-huh. Then you hear that shower start. Uh-huh. Then you're like, all right, now I got to wait out the shower. Then the shower stops, and I'm like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Then that sink fires up again. Yeah. And I don't know what the hell's going on. Wow, the sink again. Maybe the teeth brushing. Maybe he's praying. I don't know. I, I, I don't, do they pray with sinks? I have no idea what these people do. No idea. I've seen some... Water in the face with the praying, or holy water, maybe? I That's don't know. That's Catholic. Ah. we got to get Nimesh in here. Yes. We have one Indian friend we go to. I think there's a couple others. Uh, we, we had this conversation before, and it got ugly. Yeah, yeah. Who? Oh, Akash. Akash. I Hari. Know, I know a guy named Alap. Alap. That's a fun one. Uh-huh. And, uh, oh, boy, there was a couple others. Yeah, yeah. Who else do we know that's Indian? Uh, Su- Suba. Is she Indian? I think so. Ah, oh, jeez. All right. <laughs> I'm, there's there's quite a few, but there's Pakistani, there's Muslim, there's Indian, there's Hindu, there's Hindi, there's but the, <laughs> Kunal Aurora. But by the way, uh, that's a star thing, I think. No, that's a comic. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought that was. <laughs> it what's sounds the nice. one a borealis, Aurora borealis. Ah, that's what I thought you were saying. Which I believe Franklin Ben Franklin discovered. Oh, interesting. Boy, that guy was good. Yeah, we were talking about this before. I forget who was saying that. He gets all the credit for being a president, but never had to be president. Yeah, that's true. He's got the best $100 bill, the best yeah. bill. He's a womanizer, uh, the whole electricity thing. Big fat nerd. Big big, big beer drinker, uh, post office, plaster to Paris, the almanac. He's got the uh, early to bed, early to rise. Yeah, Makes that's a right. man healthy, wealthy, and wise. Fun story. He was sleeping in a room with Andrew Jackson. They were like on the road doing, doing, doing gigs. <laughs> right. And... Uh, 
He uh, Andrew Jackson goes, you got to close that window. It's freezing out. We're going to get sick. And he goes, You're, what are you, an idiot? You can't get sick from the cold. You get sick from germs. Yeah. I, I always use that. I think that's inaccurate, though. Oh, no. It, because it... If uh, I put a fan on you for 24 hours, you'll be fine. Yeah, but the cold, uh, it, it weakens the system, I think, because you're freezing and you're trying to warm up. Mm. I mean, it's, I, think, I think there's something to it. Maybe. I think that's old logic. That was a breezy night. Maybe at the gig, uh, Thomas... Uh, who was the guy? Jackson. Maybe uh, Tom Jackson? No, that's the football guy. Michael. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Maybe he was up there going... Uh, Hey, uh, just give me the lightning at two minutes. Aha! The light! There the lightning! Is. Yes. All right, well, yes. I'm All trying. Right. Woo-wee! You're, so run- you're running the lantern. <laughs> hey, that's All not right. bad. All the right. village lantern. So you got the, the guy bathing in the shower. Anyway, so he finally gets out. I had to bail on my shower because uh, you're watching the clock. The worst feeling. 11.40, 11.45, 11.50, 11.55. I'm like, if he gets out now, finally I had to just bail. I fucking whipped my towel back into the room. Like, like Bobby Knight or something, just throwing shit. Yeah. And then when he comes out, I'm like smashing shit. He comes out and he's like, hello, Joe. And I'm like, hey, Jay, nice yeah, to see you. Right, you know, right. I completely bail on the whole thing. They always get out right when you're about to leave. Too. Right. So I brush my teeth. That's it. And I'm, I'm, I'm on no shower. I hate the no shower. You're how not, about, you're how about these you. people? Sorry, I, I interrupted. But how about oh. these people that go, uh, they go, uh, oh, you got to shower at night. I hate the night shower. Hate the night. The whole point of showering is to get rid of my bedhead. Yes. And also to give yourself a whoosh. Yes, a whoosh. I want. I need a morning whoosh. I, it's like the brushing your teeth, but you're for your body. Exactly. You got to get out there. You got to get fresh. That's a that's a perfect point. No one would ever go. Just brush your teeth at night. Aha. Uh-huh. And then sleep with your mouth open for nine hours and go right. walk around. Yeah, I, I can sleep on dirty sheets all day. I want I want to be clean for you guys. I want a whoosh. I want the cold. And you come out and you're all, you get all warm. I love a shower. Let me ask you this. You ever uh, not showered and then met up with a lady all the whole time I'm freaking out? The whole time I'm like, I got B.O., my balls stink, I'm sticky, I'm greasy, I'm gay. Yeah. Freaking out the whole time. Skin crawling. Yes. Your hair looks weird. You're trying to move different angles. You want to be in front of her. You're like, don't look at the side because I didn't wash my cheek. You got weird dry patches. This part's greasy. Your nose is just a fucking oil slick. You know, that's the worst. I feel like you're just talking about me right now. No, 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 no. I'm, I've, I've been there. I know it. Oh, all right. I feel like you're like, you got glasses. you got a small dick. It's herpes. From Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, I simp- is it sympathize or empathize? We always go over this. I have oh, no geez. idea. Okay. I don't know. I empathize. Yeah. And I sympathize. I think you can do both, actually. <laughs> I'm thizing. situation. <laughs> Joe Theismann. There you go. All right. Yeah. Well, anyways, how you been? Hey, this is the last episode of 2014. Wow. And this is our first full year of doing a podcast. Hey. We started in July, I think, of last, or it ended up coming out in September of last year. So yeah, this is a full year. We've come a long way, and I think we've talked about this, how people always tweet us and they go, hey, I'm loving the pod. I'm going to go back and start from the beginning. And I always go, ah, shit. Yeah, yeah. They're not great in the beginning. Start from three months ago and work your way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I appreciate it. We, we love that you're, you're a fan, but oh boy, we had some, uh, well, we were learning. You know, we were getting the groove. A lot of learning and we did. We weren't sh- quite sure what the show was exactly. Yes, we yes. had guests and they really just bogged us down, these idiots. Yeah, oh yeah, God, what, what, a, what a couple anchors. So much bogging. A lot of bog. Wade bogs. Bog. <laughs> hey, oh! We should kiss. Somebody needs a bell. Oh, man. Take a bell at home. All right. Some angel just got his dick. Uh, yeah, we Clarence had, we, is gay, by the way, right? Who? Clarence. Oh, clearly. He is a gay angel. Play, gay, a gay angel. A gay angel, yes. Yeah, Mike Kaplan. <laughs> uh, speaking of bogging. Speaking of gay angels. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, but I feel like it's like the Seinfeld Chronicles. They were trying it out. You know, it was still there was still something mm-hmm. there. Yep. But it was just not 
fully fledged out. Yes, pretty good. Pretty good yeah. stuff. There's some pearls in there. <clears throat> yeah. You know, and uh, Donnelly, he was, I mean, not Donnelly, uh, Veter. Oh, <laughs> oh, boy, that guy. That guy, he's a guy you throw in the ocean, he just sinks. There's no swimming whatsoever, no paddling. We got to get him back on because he's such a great comic. Maybe great he guy. could produce or bring us drinks or something. <laughs> That'd be nice. He could be a great little waiter. Yeah, he's the right height. Yes. <laughs> I like the, you know what the, what's a real power move is when you when somebody brings you a phone. Uh-huh. Like a waiter brings you a, like a an old phone, and it's for you. Interesting. That, I tell you who we got to get on. Huh? I was talking to him last night, Aruba Ray Ellen. Ooh, he's got a story. He did warm up for one of those poker shows on Bravo. Uh huh. And he sat down and played guards with Ben Affleck. Wow. All night, Tom Cruise and uh, boo 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 and ba ba ba. I don't want to give away his stories, but we gotta have that guy on. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. There was a hot minute where poker was all over TV. Remember poker that? was bananas. It was yeah. huge. Huge. There was uh, Tommy Chang or I can't Jackie remember. Chan. That's not right. Wait a minute. No, the, it was the Asian guy. Eric Chung. No. Well, there was a guy named the Great Dane. Oh, boy. Uh, gee, there was a little nerdy guy with gla- uh, like with sunglasses and a goatee. Then there was a guy that threw the card and cut a banana in half. You yes, see that? I, ha- I like that. That was pretty wild. I like that. Oh, yeah. because that reminds me of a magic trick, which reminds me I had a great, great burn at the cellar last night. Not a burn, but a good joke. I want to talk about it. Can yeah, I who tell was that? the hang down there? Last night, it was Aruba Ray, yeah. Harrison Greenbaum, uh-huh. Uh, Valerie Scott, uh-huh. and uh, Metzger was there for a little bit. Uh-huh. But I had to go. Oh, and Brian Scalaro. We had, we talked a little business. We talked about the cops and the things and the business. And then uh, Ray and I wanted to talk about Birdman because I went and saw Birdman a second time. I gotta our, go see it. Pals. Oh, you gotta see it. It's great. But the ending is weird. So we were talking about the ending. I was like, we got to discuss the ending. And then uh, Harrison Greenbaum goes, oh, I don't want to hear it. He goes, he covers his ears. He goes, oh, uh, does one of those. So we're like, all right, we're not talking about it. And he goes, all right. I got this magic show. Can you guys help me with this trick? And I covered my ears and went, ah, la, 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 la. It was great. Good. That's great. I wish you were there. I love that. It was big because it had just <laughs> happened back to back. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I love a magic trick, but I don't know if I want to be part of it developing. Oh, he was working on it. He was trying to write, because he writes his whole magic act. Oh, I didn't know that. Which I think is rare. He said that most magicians just are thieves. That is rare, he yeah. He's one of the few magicians that actually writes his act. Wow. So a very talented guy. Sure, sure, sure. He's a hell of a magician. It's, it's amazing. I love a magic trick. <laughs> yeah, me too. And and I they, I'm not one of these guys that wants to know how it works. I go, just give me the magic trick. Great, you're magic. That's the end of it. I got to know a little. Yeah. Give me something. Did I ever tell you my Key West story about the magician? I hit got into me. it with him. I think he did, but it hit me. I don't know how I, put it, I didn't tell it on this podcast, but uh, I'll tell it again, even if I did. Uh, Tom Dustin and I, past guest, he, he didn't bog. Yeah. No, no bog. bog. No bog. One of the best guests. He, uh, we went down to Key West together. It's the only time I've ever gone on a vacation with a man before. Uh-huh. We, just, we just packed up and went to Key West, which Wait, is a gay island, which I didn't realize. Is this with the whores? Yeah, we had the whores. Yes, yes. But this isn't the whore story. Okay, good. So we, we go, we, there's a, all these street performers on the sunset, Duval Square or Duval, whatever the fuck. Nah, that's not right. Whatever. There's a whole area right where the sun sets. It's the only place in the East Coast where the sun sets into the water, which is interesting. So we go there, and there's all these street performers, and there's this magician. He gathers a crowd. We're the first ones there because we both love magic. We're yes. big fans of magic. Uh-huh. And it's not big fans, but I enjoy a magic trick. Yeah. So the guy starts doing tricks, and we're like, wow, that was great. And the crowd starts getting... We start barking people in. We go, you got to see this guy. He's great. Because uh-huh. we love a performer. We're performers. Sure. So then the guy starts do- throwing in a little Rodney. He's like, yeah. Hey. Why are you shuffling the cards? He's like, I'm trying to get down to my original eight. Wait, six pounds, three ounces. Mm. And I go, hey, that's a... That's I-, a- I was drunk and young. So yeah. I go, 
that's a Rodney Dangerfield joke. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I don't come down and knock the dicks out of your hand. And I was like, well, that's not your joke either. Yeah. And they did another joke. And I'm like, that's not your joke. I'm like, you're stealing joke. You're a thief. Yes. And the guy's like, okay, pal. Well, he tried to like zing me back. And yeah. I was like, fuck you. Yeah. I was like, you're, you're a thief. Right. You're just a thief. You're stealing jokes. I'm sure he stole all those tricks too. Probably stole all the tricks. Oh, well, no wonder he's on the street. Yeah. He belongs in the street. Yeah. Who books that? Uh, <laughs> but can I, isn't it weird? Like, like Cirque du Soleil, I was reading the, Online in or in flight magazine. Mm-hmm. That's how sad it got. And uh, that Cirque du Soleil had a whole article. They were discovered. They were street performers. Isn't oh, really? That, isn't that crazy? They started on the streets. Wow, Dave yeah. Chappelle. Was he? Yeah, he did comedy in West Washington Square Park. Wow. Yeah, he, he talks about some guy, some legendary guy that used to take I, him around. I know the guy you're talking about, but I can't think of his name. He yeah. has a clip on YouTube, and it's it's not great, but he's killing. Yeah, I imagine back then, though, it was, it was it, yeah. mind-blowing. It's very broad. It's very like, look, at look, this is my impression of a white guy carrying a suitcase, and he just like does a stiff walk across the uh, park. Uh, you know? Oh, wow. And he's like, this is my f- impression of a black guy carrying a suitcase, and he's like... What's a suitcase? You know, right, I, right, right. I made that up, but he's it's something like, like that. He's like, "Damn, I'm late," or whatever. Right, and, uh, right, a lot of that. Yeah, something that we did. If we did, we'd be thrown out of comedy. For yeah, life. but uh, so I was just in uh, the great city of Austin, Texas. Aha! Yeah, good time. Great club, Cap City. I want to give a shout out. You guys were the best. Yeah, I did that club uh, way back when it was my first headlining weekend. I think was uh, Cap City way back in the early '90s. Nice. And Hicks opened for me. <laughs> Tell me about it. Take me through, sister. You see some. Bands? Uh, I did, but I just was just popping in out of bars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't recall, but yeah, Thursday night flew in, got upgraded to first class. What a feeling! What a feeling! I had Qdoba in the Atlanta airport, and I was like, ah, shit. I've eaten that Qdoba. Love that Qdoba, and then I got in there, and they're like, they, they have a meal on the flight, and I was like, ah, I shouldn't have gotten the Qdoba. Mm-hmm. Damn it! But listen to this. So I got upgraded. They don't treat you that great when you get upgraded. Oh really? Yeah, if you're if you buy the ticket, they're they're blowing you. But if you get upgraded, they're like, You're lucky to be here. Oh, We're interesting. Aware. They're interesting. aware. It's probably like these basketball players that gotta to go to the White House and uh-huh. they win the championship. Yeah. They probably don't get the proper treatment. They're probably like, All right, yeah, yeah, you fucking assholes. Maybe, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. I didn't know the, the basketball players went to the White House. Well, all of them do. Baseball, NFL, hockey, they all go to the White House. Oh, that's a lot of sportsmen to meet. That's four. Four teams. Four teams, yeah. Well, football, yeah, it's like 52 guys. But they might only send the big guys. Because the Marines go, too. When, when they win? Oh, but, but, they, they haven't won in a while. What about uh, <laughs> Forrest Gump? When did he go? He went, uh, yeah, he won the Medal of Honor. That was and it. And he was the All-American. Yeah, that was it. He met uh, three presidents. Yeah. Was he a real guy? No. All right, because that would be pretty extraordinary. Yeah, why isn't he uh, more of a celebrity at the bench? Why doesn't anyone recognize him? Doesn't that always bother you? What do you mean? Like, he's sitting on this bench... Oh, Nobody yeah. goes, yeah, yeah, I know who you are. Right. You're that guy that saved all the people in Vietnam and then ran across the country a bunch, and you were an all-American right. football player. Right. He would be a huge celebrity. Everybody That's would know it. who that guy is. Hey, he was on a couple magazines. Of course. He's, also, he's a billionaire fucking yeah, yeah. bubblegum ship owner. Right, right. He's an entrepreneur. He's a war hero. He's an athlete. Everyone would be like, yeah, I know who you are, dude. Boy, it shows that no one wants to talk to a retard. Oh, real quick. I want to get back to this Austin. Sorry, I, I took oh, it yeah, off yeah. the first class, but I worked with a guy. I think his name was Bob. Nugent mm-hmm. in uh, Bloomington, Indiana, and he had a great joke. Sounds real. He had a joke that I loved uh, about how, God, I hope I'm not screwing up his name. Those are great guys in Bloomington. Anyways, he did a joke about Forrest Gump uh-huh. about how the whole movie he's telling the stories on the bench. Yeah. But in that one scene, he's in Jenny's dorm, and she's like, Have you ever been with a girl? And she takes her top off and uh-huh. he puts his hand on her tit, and he, then he comes. He comes, yeah. 
But that means he's telling that story to somebody on a bench. Oh, that's a great joke. Hilarious that's observation. Hilarious. I've yeah. seen that movie a hundred times. I've never made that connection. I've noticed that you like jokes. The jokes that stick with you are the ones where it's like a, a te- uh, what do you, like a factual, inaccurate fuck up. Yes. You well, I love, love those. I love those in movies particularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to do one about Back to the Future about how their whole plan was to rape his mother. Right. right which is insane. Yeah. The scientist That's... was able to invent time travel. Yeah. But the best plan he has for making them fall in love is what if you abuse your mother sexually? So she goes with your dad. And then George will punch you. Right. Which they probably would go to the police. It wouldn't be some romantic date. Yeah. They'd go and report him and be like, yeah, this guy who just moved to the neighborhood that no one's ever heard of. Right. He just was taking advantage of me. That's true. But those are the times. I think they were just matching the 50s. Maybe. You know, because back then, the women had it pretty rough. They certainly did, even like 20 years ago. Yeah, well, talk to Kaz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I want to get back into first class. We took it off into a weird direction there. So here's what I'm saying in first class, and I got a couple I got a couple beefs here. First of all, I'm grateful to be upgraded. Thank you. Praise Allah. But uh, <laughs> so I get bumped up to first class, and they don't even tell you. This is how they do it. It's pretty smooth. So they're, they're, I'm, I'm silver elite mm-hmm. now. So uh, they go, all right, so we're taking gold, silver, blah, blah, blah. So I get to load on pretty early. So I'm walking on, and I give the ticket to the guy. He scans it. Beep, beep. And right when he scans it, a little ticket prints up. It's like the size of a credit card. He hands it to you, and it just says, you've been upgraded. Congratulations. Seat 4A. I'm like, 4A? Oh, shit. Wow. Nothing. He doesn't even say, good for you, buddy, or give you a wink. He just hands you the ticket, and you walk on. So I sit in 4A. Holy hell, I'm in first class. I can't believe it. I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to eat. I'm going to have a cocktail. I'm going to go nuts. So uh, I sit down. And the lady's giving everybody drinks, and I do like the, oh, I'm here too, <laughs> and she she never notices me. Wow. Like, that, that that was a bummer. Uh, and then I was like, you know what? You're in first class. Get this woman's attention. Stand up for yourself. So I was like, all right, I remember you you yelling at the truck driver. Yeah, the truck guy. Yeah, so I go, excuse me, madam, I'll have a drink. She goes, ooh, we're about to take off. I'll get it when I can. And I was like, damn. Oh, wow. Boy, you're like a second class, first class citizen. I like it. Yeah. Boy, well said. So uh, I'm sitting next to this guy, nice guy, Indian chap. Might have been your roommate. Can't tell. He, no, he would have been in the shower. That's true, yeah. So I'm sitting next to this guy, and there's a plug. There's an outlet. Mm-hmm. First class, you get an outlet. You can That's charge amazing. your phone the whole time, yeah. JetBlue has outlets. They do? Yeah. All seats? Under the seats. All Ooh. seats on cross-country flights at least. Wow. So uh, the guy goes, do you mind if I charge for a while? I go, sure, 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 you charge. And I'll charge maybe the second half. He goes, great, no problem. So uh, that was another thing. So he falls asleep immediately. So I'm like, well, it's about that second half. <laughs> but I can't just unplug his and plug mine in. That's, right. that's ludicrous. That's stealing. What are, we in, what are we in the Thunderdome? Are uh-huh. we in Apocalypse? Mm-hmm. You know? So uh, I don't know what to do. So I'm like kind of trying to wake him up. Uh-huh. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, stretching and like looking out the window. I'm opening his window because right. I'm in the aisle. And uh, he, he won't budge. So my phone dies. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the story of my life. Oh, so, uh, so here's another thing. So the food, the food's time to eat. So the lady goes, uh, "Hello, how are you? Uh, we have a, a turkey club with bacon." And I was like, "Ooh, baby, that sounds pretty good." And then she goes, "And we have uh, cold Asian noodles." Cold Asian noodles. I was like, "They're cold." She's like, "Yeah, yeah, they, they keep better." Oh. I was like, "Well, can we heat them?" She goes, "Nah, there's no heater. There's no microwave on the plane." <laughs> cold Asian noodles sounds like a porn. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, uh, "Well, obviously, I want the club." And in my head, I'm like, "Why would you even have the noodle option? That's insane. Who's gonna want the noodles?" 
So everybody on the whole fucking plane is getting the club. And uh, I just see everybody going, club, 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 club. And uh, so everybody's she's dishing out these club sandwiches all over town. She comes up to me and she goes, she's kneeling next to me now, like on the ground, like in my ear. And she's like, ah, looks like we didn't order enough clubs. <laughs> and I go, you should only have clubs. You should have two Asian noodles, maybe. Right. It should be 90-10. What are you, crazy? It, they have 50-50 noodle at club? That's insane. And uh, so I was like, ah, geez, well, because uh, she took my order like third or something. So I was kind of wondering, why am I the one losing out on the club? Yeah, they don't like you. They don't like me. I'm upgraded. Ugh. Second class, first class, baby. They don't like the upgrade. Yeah, I'm not in coach. I'm not in first class. I'm in limbo class. I'm somewhere in the middle. So uh, I was like, all right, well, give me the goddamn ice cold Asian noodles. Uh-huh. So uh, she's like, okay, thank you, whatever. She she brings it back. It's a nice tray. Uh, I, I put the fork in. Fork breaks. They're so cold. What? It's frozen. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. But uh, so I was like, all right. So I'm eating the noodle. And you know, you're feeling the noodles slip around on the cheek, and it's like, ooh, that was chilly. Like, yeah, it's yeah. so cold. <laughs> These things are like we're out of the freezer. God, that sounds horrible. It was awful. So I eat it, and I, I, I wolf it down, and uh, there's a little dessert. So I go to town on the dessert, and there's some fruit. Uh, but boy, I'm watching everybody just sink their teeth. This club was so fucking thick, thick meat, bacon flying out the sides, avocado, sourdough. I was like, ah! Boy, you should have picked up some of that stray bacon. Oh, I know, I know. They wouldn't even have noticed. They could have just broken it off. It the- sounds like this was quite the foray. Oh. Is that something? I like it. What's a foray? I don't know, but it works. I think it's a word, though. It is a word. All right. A foray into something? I think so, right? I think it's like a, a vision. Well, whatever it is, I was sitting on that one. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. So I had the cold noodle. So now I'm now I'm no charging, cold noodle, no drink. So uh, I'm starting to get a little bad. I'm starting to get a little angry. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I just you know I suck it up. Whatever. I take a little nappy poo. And uh, yeah, then I go. All right. Well, I got I got a whiz. So. I watched this guy go in the bathroom. I'm like, all right, after him, I'm going to pee. So then I'm just kind of dicking around. I'm reading the in-flight magazine. Oh, Cirque du Soleil. Who knew? Look at that. Dave yeah. Chappelle. Oh, well, stealing jokes. Rodney Dangerfield. So then I, I see the guy come out, and this other guy goes up and gets in. I'm like, ah, damn it. I missed the fucking bathroom window. So he gets out, and or he's in the bathroom, and the lady goes, all right, we're going to have some turbulence. No one can stand up from now on. No standing. I've been there. Yeah, so the guy gets out, and I go, oh, fuck it, I'm making a B-line. So uh, shouldn't it be an A-line? All right. So I go. It should be a P-line. Oh, the urinator. You go to the bathroom. Yeah. So I go, and I get up, and the lady goes, hey, sit down, sit down. She's, like, yelling at me from the like cockpit area, like, hey, hey, sit down, you. Wow. Sit down. I was like, I, I just got to pee. She goes, I told you, turbulence. Didn't you hear me? I was like, oh, shit, sorry. So I'm going to yell that. Oh, God. Everybody in first class is ashamed of me. They're like, they can feel me. Like, like, he shouldn't be here. It was brutal. Oh, I hate that. I've had that happen before. It yeah. sucks. You got to go stand up there because I've had the thing where you're standing there and you're ready to piss, and then they're like, "Everyone sit down." You're like, "Come on, right I'm here already." I know, I know. So that 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 was kind of a bummer. So first class, I somehow made first class shitty. Right. Well, you didn't make it shitty. They made it shitty. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like if I stepped up a little more, who knows? Yeah. But well, you never know. You never know. Never tell you about the time I masturbated on the plane. No. In the bathroom. And then I walked out, and you know, you're a little self-conscious because you're masturbating, and yeah. then you're thinking, like, I'm like, is this the amount of time that it would take to shit? Because you right. don't want to take too much time. Right. So I masturbate, I finish, I stuff my hard, still cock down, and I walk out of the bathroom, and the the flight attendant goes, "Hey, 
What were you doing in there? Uh-huh. I, oh go, I go, what? I, what? That's terrifying. That's Didn't you see the sign that says, uh, dude, it says, out of order on the door. Oh. So she peeks her head in and looks into the toilet, expecting to see a big shit. Yeah. Because I was in there, and wow. then there's nothing in there, because I was in. jerking off. Yeah. So she was like, looked back at me, and it was like this weird moment. I just went back to my seat and pulled my hood over my head. Oof. That, yeah. that is the big fear. I mean, I'm sure that Indian guy's jerking off. Oh, maybe you're right. He's got to be. But why wouldn't he jerk off in the bedroom? And I think a shower's safer, and some guys prefer shower. I hate the shower. I don't like it either. Mitch Fatel had that great joke. Your knees buckle. You start pulling the curtain down and shit. Oh, that's funny. I, I, I'm a, I'm a bed masturbator. Yeah, I'm a bed guy. I'm a, I'm a couch guy. The shower, there's too much friction with the water. Like I find myself trying to get away from the water, so now I'm jerking off in the cold. Yeah, it gets, it can, then it gets like almost sticky when you're wet and it dries up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No good. Oh, that's another thing. So I finally got to go pee after the turbulence stopped. And uh, I was had to pee so bad, I just ran in there. Somebody opened the door on me while I was peeing because I forgot to lock it. Oh, that's on you, buddy. That's on me, but I had to pee so bad, I just jumped in. Right. I've had that happen, but I, I get mad. I resent the person that does that. I, I mean, I, I'm not saying it wasn't my bad, but uh, that's what the state I was in. It happened with an old lady, and she was like, ooh! <laughs> I was like, well, you got to <laughs> lock like a, this thing here. like a Marx Brothers movie. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. Also, somebody fainted on the plane and uh, woke up and just started projectile vomiting in the back. What? Yeah. Wow. It was crazy. It was a wild flight. <laughs> that is wild. Yeah, they probably she, had those cold noodles. Maybe. I bet. They had to wheel her up, and you could see was like this old black lady with gray hair. Hair was like all over the place, and she was in a wheelchair, and she had a blanket over, and the blanket was covered in yak. Oh, my God. It was God. tough. It I, was tough. I got... I, I think that she had one of those cold noodles. I think so. Fucking her body said, nah, I want the bacon. Oh, yeah. Wow. So they wheeled her off, and uh, then we all got off, and now I'm in Austin, baby. Woo. Thursday night, packed. Wow. Hot show, hot show. And, uh, yeah, Rojo Perez featured. We had a good time. Oh, Rogelio. Yeah, yeah, he is, boy, he's he's getting good. He was tough to follow. I bet. Yeah, and he would do a little Spanish, throw some Spanish in there. That That killed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I had to follow him, and uh, good time, but we all went out. We went to uh, Barfly, hit the town. I got, I was buying drinks. I was really headlining it up, and uh, yeah, yeah, got crazy hungover. Now, here's the clincher. The mm-hmm. clinker? Clinker. Clinker. This is big for me. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. So, first of all, there's no radio, which was a real treat. That's great. Yeah. So, I'm hungover. This hell. I wake up early on Friday morning because... <laughs> I flew in a lady. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is I've never done. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, I know this gal from New Orleans. Always had a thing for her. We had a bit of a foray mm-hmm. in NOLA, and uh, I said, you know what? I, I like this gal. I'm going to fly her in. So, uh, yeah, flew her in, and she got there at, uh, at noon on Friday, and I got to tell you, before she gets there, it's all just panic mode right first of all you're hung over so your anxiety's through the roof of course and then you're like i can't let her see me hung over because you know it's her big entrance i can't be like hey, hey i'm going back to bed you right know? so i'm like ah so i make myself go to the gym oh wow okay, you're going to the gym hung over it's damn near impossible yeah of it's course one of the hardest things on earth they should do that to like you know people they're terrorizing and uh torturing all right you got to do drink this gin and do you know 60 squats that's not a bad torture method to get information make them drink they get a little truthy, you know. They right. go, ooh. Yeah, you know? well, you got truth serum. Yeah. So Is that a real thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm on it right now. No kidding. Ask me anything. Oh, wow. Do I gay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so, yeah. Wouldn't that be funny if you could take truth serum and no secrets about you? Right. <laughs> 
But yeah, so uh, so I'm hitting the gym. I mean, oh, that's another thing. I forgot my shorts. I'm in jeans. Oh, you're that guy. I'm the hungover guy in the gym, breathing out like uh, Lone Star beer and shitty whiskey. Wow, that's and a I'm psychopath. In jeans, yeah. I look like a real like a Travis Bickle. Uh huh. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. So I looked like Travis Bickle. There was an Asian guy at the uh, the just running on the treadmill, like looking at me, like. You all right, buddy? Because I was like, ugh, 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 and I was like, a white tongue, you know, just ugh, gross. So I, I work out, I shower, and I clean the whole room, which feels weird cleaning your hotel room because there's maids out there, and I'm like, don't come in, I'll clean. Right? Didn't and, you just get to the day before though? How messy is this room? Oh, I really tore it up. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I got like towels everywhere. You know, all my clothes are out. There's, there's jerk off rags everywhere. I'm you know? the same way. I throw everything everywhere. Yeah, and I, I ransacked the uh, as as a drunkard usually does. I ransacked the little quickie mart mm-hmm. in the hotel, and I went to town on like a couple candy bars and like a couple lean cuisines. Yeah, so I did all that, and uh, so finally she shows up, and uh, I'm a, I'm a little more of a human being by this point, and we we really did it up. We went to some Mexican restaurants. We walked around SoCo. She came to all the shows. It was a good time. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Do I hear wedding bells? Oh, well, take it easy. Oh, that's someone's phone ringing. Yeah, yeah. There is a wedding bell, but it's not mine. Uh, so, she, uh, yeah, she came to the shows, and I got I got heckled quite a bit over the weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, but fun heckling. I handled it, but one was awkward. Tell me about it. Well, the Friday night show, I had the girl doing this one. Any kind of silence, she would go... Oh yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a that's a thing that people are doing now, yeah. particularly women, because they don't want to be alone with their thoughts. These people is that what it is? I think it's because they're they're used to their phone or the th- any kind of silence. Oh. People lose their shit. Ah! They just have to fill the silence. It's, it's crazy. Think, you don't think it's a? I want attention. I want to uh, make it about me. I think it's that as well. I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I, I think I think it's a I think it's a combination. Yeah, you know, I'd be like, so I went out drinking last night. And you're like, all right, all right, you're killing my momentum. And she yells out, this this gem. She goes, I'm just giving you material. Oh, I hate those and people. And then you're like, you fucking loser. I'd start going off on her. And that's the thing is she would go woo, and I would say something, and it would get a big laugh. And she would go, you see? You see? I'm like, no, no, no. It's hard for me to think of that. Right. And this is a lot of pressure. There's 200 people in here waiting for me to take control of the room. You're making this way harder. Also, and that's just one that. kind of laugh. I have other jokes that I prepared that yes. I spent hours on working on. I'm trying yes. to do something here with my life. Right, right. I, yeah. I, and anyone can just call you a cunt or whatever the fuck. Right. That's the thing about stand-up. We're the only art form with obstacles. Right. You know, no one's going, let me take that paintbrush away, buddy. <laughs> you know? Right, right. Yeah, let me, let me poke a hole in your canvas or let me take a few piano keys out. Right. Come on. I'm trying to do a thing here. And I hate calling it an art form, but I stand by it that it is. It's an art form. What yeah, do you mean you hate it, calling yeah, it? I just, it Don't just, back up on that. This just, is like the outlet situation. The outlet. Yes. Yeah, well, my battery's dead. But, oh, boy. So, yeah, so we, we I went off on her, and then, you know, I got too mean at some point, and that got weird. But uh, here, how about this one? Saturday night, great show. I'm doing very well. One guy in the front row, arms crossed, stone-facing me, like mm-hmm. hard. Like he wants me to say something. So 30 minutes in, I kind of lose it. And I just go, all right, buddy, what's the deal? I'm doing well. I'm killing. What is it? And he goes, it's not for me. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, that hurt my feelings. I was like, I thought he was going to say, oh, don't worry. I'm sorry. I just don't laugh. I'm having a bad day. But he goes, it's not for me. And he's like shaking his head. Good looking guy looked like George Clooney. Just wow. nothing. Clooney. And I'm like, uh, what? don't you hear them laughing? And he goes, yeah, I, you know, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm let down. Oh, I go, wow. wow, what are you killing? What are you kidding me? What the fuck's going on? He goes, 
look, man, you're on that stage. Some legends have been on that stage. And this guy's like coming into my soul here. I'm oh, like, jeez. I was like, what are you talking about? I, I got every legend had to start somewhere, you know? Like, yeah, I'm a newer comic, but I'm doing well. This works. People are laughing. Oh, boy. And he goes, uh, you know who's on that stage a mere two weeks ago? And I'm like, who? Jesus, this guy's like my, like the, the devil personified. I was like, who? Who? He goes, Carlos Mencia. No. I swear to God. And I, I just fucking lost. I laughed out loud into the microphone. And I was like, are you kidding me? That's who you like? Now I feel so much better. Well, of course he has bad taste in comedy if he's just sitting there stone facing you. I know, but I, I mean... You know how you go into your own head and you go, oh, this guy might be right. Maybe right. I am terrible. He's he's on to something. See, I stopped with those people already. Yeah. I just go that everyone else is enjoying it. This one guy, I'm not his cup and whatever. You can't make all the people laugh. You don't want that guy. That guy probably is, you know, hates gays and, uh, you know. Yeah, he probably likes black licorice. Yeah, whatever the fuck. He's, a, he's some douche and he's not. But maybe he's some nice guy. Maybe he gives charitably and he's not. Your sense of humor is not the same. You know I what know, I mean? I know, but I mean, his face was almost like. What are you doing here? Right. Oh, you are not allowed here. You're not up to par, baby. I think you got to ignore those guys. I guess so. You but go, fuck, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to make everybody laugh? Sure, but there was also a part of me like, well, I'll, A, I'm curious, and B, I'll get some laughs out of, I hear you. out of fucking with this guy. But boy, he got right to the core. Oh, boy. Mencia fan. Wow. Mencia. So I was like, oh, he's such a hack. He steals jokes. Maybe I'll steal some jokes. Yeah, sure, he kills, but he's blah, blah, blah. And the guy, that, that really pissed him off. But the crowd was on my side. They were like, yeah, Mencia sucks. So I was like, oh, thank God. That was the one thing you could have said that made me feel better. Right. So that was kind of nice. Wow. So how did it end? Did he sit there the rest of the show angrily? He did. He, he smirked. Oh, this was a great moment. He smirked a couple times. I would be like, yeah, I got to smirk. Yeah. And the crowd would cheer, you know. Right. And uh, I was like, what, what do you like? What do you want to talk about? And this old guy on the front row on the other side, like a John Wayne type, he was laughing the whole time he goes he laughed when you said this i saw him i saw him oh wow <laughs> i fucking lost it at that and the crowd was dying he was a witness he was a witness and then other people be like i saw him laugh so we made a whole thing out of it but yeah, he, this guy sounds like he's not so bad after all uh, he was uh he wanted to hurt my feelings oh, he was out man. to get me yeah damn or at least that's how i felt but he tried to come up and talk to me after but i wouldn't do it oh nice yeah i wasn't gonna stand for it yeah don't stand for that yeah so and this is the weird thing. So I, I promised a local comic, great guy, Chris Cubis. He's got a podcast. And I said, yeah, sure. On email, I was like, yeah, I'll record a pod with you between shows on Saturday night. And he was like, all right, great. And uh, he comes in, and I, I had just been not doing well on a show, so I had to record a pod after not doing well. Mm -hmm. It's a terrible feeling. Yeah, it's no good. You want to just sit in your own thoughts and jerk off and whatever, but this guy was like, hey, come on, do a pod. It was it was tough. But sometimes it's good because it's, it's like a splash in the face, like a morning shower. You That's get to true. refresh, and you get to be funny on the pod, and then right. you're back a little bit. It helps you forget. Yeah. Yeah, so I had a couple awkward moments. Uh, one, I uh, was with the girl, so I'm like, hey, let's get some food. We got jalapeno poppers and chicken wings and whatever, and then uh, we order those food, and I had to go on stage, so... She ate some food, and then they took it away. So I go, hey, can I order food? And the guy goes, yeah, you've reached your food limit, but if you want to order anything, it'll, it'll give you, a, like, a discount. And I was like, oh, I, I got to take a phone call. I just never ate. Food limit? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I didn't know there was such a thing. Yeah, I bet Mencia didn't have a food limit. I bet Ralphie May didn't either. <laughs> oh, Nelly. Yeah, yeah. So that was awkward. Wow. It was awkward just being like, you guys are uh, paying me pretty well, but there's no way I'm buying a sandwich from you. <laughs> right, you know? right. No, you can't buy comedy club food. No, I can't do. I can't go back. That's no good. Sam yeah. and I did a co-headlined a show out in uh, uh, what city was it? 
I can't remember, but it was like a shit. There was a shit club. There was like a good club and a shit club, mm-hmm. and we worked the shit club. Yeah, and we ordered pizzas and drinks. At the end, they were like, "All right, you owe us uh, forty six fifty." And we were like, "What?" They're like, "Yeah, the pizza's twelve. The other pizza's twelve, and the beers is this and that." Oh man, like, you got to be shit. This is not. But they didn't even kind of give a shit. They were like, wow. "No, that's what you owe us." Yeah, I've had that. That was brutal. I did the Funny Farm in uh, Youngstown, Ohio. Terrible club going on record. Trash heap. Wow. In Youngstown. Yeah, and uh, it's in the basement of a restaurant, and you know the guy was very nice. He's like, what can I get you? And I was like, what, what do you like here? I'm looking at this giant menu, and he's like, get the salmon. Get the salmon. Best salmon in the state. You're going to love it. And I was like, Jesus Christ, give me the salmon. So then he's like, what side do you want? Get this side. He's like upselling me all this shit. <laughs> and yeah. Then the bill comes. It was like 50 bucks. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm the headliner. He goes, yeah, yeah, you don't get a meal. It's like, well, then you should have told me to get the fucking chicken wings. Yeah, that's insane. What if I get the salmon? Don't upsell me and then charge me. You should have sold you the cold noodles. I would have eaten them. 4A. There you go. Oh, man. No charge. Boy, uh, oh, boy. No charge. That kind of works. What do you mean? Because he should have not charged me, and I got no charge on the plane. Aha. Aha. It was a, oh, it was I a see. leap. It was a leap. I got you. I was thinking no charge. I, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. I dropped the ball on that one. So I get back in, uh, get back into town last night, and uh, I get back into town. And boy, New York does not give you one break. They don't no. give you one second of, of a break. And you, know, you get back in town, it's freezing. Uh, I try to get on the A train. A train's not running. I've already taken the fucking whatever to the air train. And no A train. Ah, shit. So I got to get on the air train again. Get on the E. E takes forever. Finally get home. I got to shoot with uh, the New Yorker. Oh, wow. And they're meeting me at my house at 7. It's like 4, and I'm on no sleep. I'm on like an hour of sleep. So I'm like, I'll get two hours in, I'll shower, and I'll do the New Yorker. Right. So uh, I do that, take some sleeping pills. New Yorker comes to your house, which is very awkward. They're in my tiny, shitty apartment. And uh, I'm like getting dressed with my underwear. So they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll shoot some of your room and some of you looking at notes and everything. And uh, then we, I had four spots, and they came to all of them and shot everything. And it's super uncomfortable. I'm on the subway with a camera in my face. There's like... Homeless people and pregnant women and old guys like watching me. Like, why are you filming this loser? Yeah, yeah. it's awkward because you feel guilty. You're like, I'm not anybody. Yeah. Sorry, I hate myself. Right. And they're like, we just want to stand here. You're in a good spot. Now we got to stand off to the side because you're filming some bullshit thing. Right, right. And I feel like people judge because you see, they're like, oh, yeah. I feel like everyone's like, who's this asshole? I bet he stinks. Yes. That's what I do. That's when what I see I would someone do. filming, I'm exactly. like, I bet this person sucks. That's a piece of shit. Right. That's probably just their cousin who has a camera. There's no batteries. It's not yeah. even running. Exactly. Yeah. And they're trying to get the whole stand up experience. And you're like, well, this isn't really p- me telling me how I moved here. Isn't really. Uh. I don't trust any sort of reality thing anymore. Now that I've, I've done like kind of last comic standing, and oh, stuff, yeah. I feel like it's all. All right, let's take that again. And yeah, I don't trust any kind of uh, this, documentary type thing. This is pretty up to snuff. I mean, it's uh, it's it's us, so we won't let it be that fake. Right. You I, know, just, we, I just mean when I'm watching, I'm always yeah, like, I yeah, wonder yeah. if that's the third take they did something on. Right. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. Plus, like, it's so hard, especially with comics, you're so self-conscious of the camera. Yes. So even if you're doing what you normally would do, you feel like you're like, ah, this feels pretentious. Exactly. You you feel weird. You're like, this is what I would be doing, but it still feels weird. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'd be texting with earbuds in my ear, but instead I got to go, yeah, I moved to New York in 2007, and, uh, you know, I had a shitty apartment, blah, blah, blah. 
That's why I wasn't good at Last Comic Stand. They kept like, asking me, like, do you think you got what it takes? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, just, exactly. Uh, and they're like, you're going to win? Like, well, probably not. I'm a I'm white like, guy. Yeah, I'm like, it's, I just I don't know what I'm doing here. I hate myself. And then they always say, come on, you got to pretend like you want to win. You're like, well, isn't this, this is actually more different. This is actually more interesting. Right. When you think about it, because no one ever does this. It's supposed to be reality, but it's not reality. Not reality. It's all rigged for you, you folks at home. Everything's rigged. Uh, the whole life. Yeah, I guess so. It's all rigged. 4A, the whole business. Yep. There's no first class. So then they're filming you on in the cab, and everything you say sound, feels pretentious, and like, yeah, comedy, yeah, yeah, it's in my bones, you know, all that shit. <laughs> and you look like an idiot, but you got to say something, I don't know. So, and I'll tell you, I think you're like this. You got this camera crew with you, you got this interview lady with you. I'm running from gig to gig, but I can't run. I feel bad running with them there. Right. Because I'm worried about them the whole time I'm on stage. I'm worried about them. I'm like, are they in a good spot? Are they? Do they hate me? Is this weird for them? Like, I just can't. I can't think straight when I'm when other people. That's why they. That's why comedy. I think why we we are into it is it's just you. That's what's so nice. I feel that way anytime I have to travel on the train with a group. Like yes. uh, Saturday night, we left here and there was like six of us. A bunch of comics went out to Europan. We ate. And then we were hide- riding back together, and I kept watching. and had to like stop and turn and be like, what are you guys doing? We're going to miss the train. Like, let's go, let's go, yeah, let's yeah. go. You're so used to traveling by yourself, and you're running right. and jumping down the steps and getting, and you know all the great spots yes, to go to get yes. the train. You're like, we want to be in the back of the train. And then you got to convince six people to walk to the back yes. of the train. Like, if we go down here, and they're like, what are you talking about? The train gets right here. I'm like, I know, but if we go there, we can get the transfer. Exactly. And then you look like an asshole, like a control freak. Right. I just probably never want to be a control guy, but I'm no. like, I thought that I'm controlling. I've done a lot of. You know oh, the I have the data. You know the best way. Yes, it's efficient. Yes. I feel that like with my girlfriend all the time because I have to be like, I don't want to be this guy, but can we please go down there because everything's going to be better if we just go that way. I'm so with you, and let me just tell you for the record, you can do it with me anytime. All right. Okay, never worry with me. I feel that way with movies, too. I'm like, let's hit the 425 movie, but we should leave it too so we can go to Chipotle. There's a Chipotle yes. across the street, yes. and then we'll go there, and they're like, oh, well, you got to have everything. Playing. And I'm like, well, I just, I'm just trying to have an efficient hang so we don't not eat. Yeah, and and it'll be all laid out, and it'll be easy. It'll be an easy day. Mm-hmm. I'm knocking it out, and I'm, you'll have a good time. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. I had a quite a quite an incident on the train the other day. Ooh, speaking laid of on which, me. oh, it was a fun one. You know those? You ever have one of those ones where you're uh, you're not late for anything, so you're just kind of just strolling through. Every once in a while, it happens where you're not. You don't have to be anywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was early. It's kind of nice. And there was a wild incident on the train. It was not wild, but it was real fun. I was on the uh, the D train, and it's just taking forever, which I always take it. I always feel grateful when it's taking forever, and I, I'm not in a hurry. Yeah. I'm, I'm, my spot's at like 10.15, and it's like 8 o'clock. I'm just going out there for the whole show. I'm closing the show. Uh-huh. The D train starts stopping and starting and stopping. There's train traffic. There's an incident, some bullshit. They're investigating. So finally it stops at, uh, what's the big one in, in Brooklyn there? The uh, Atlantic. Yes, Atlantic Barclays Center. It stops there and it says from from now on we're gonna be we're gonna be riding on the N line. Mm. The D train will be running on the N line, and I'm mm. getting out there anyway. So I was like, well, that doesn't matter. I'm, this is my stop. Yeah. So I get off and there's a huge crowd waiting to get on because the train took forever because it's mm. all fucked up. So they're all ready to get on. They're like, all right, everybody, get on the train, stand clear of the closing doors. And some guy, this like uh, hipstery type guy, just stands with his foot in the door and he yells. He's like, what's the next stop? And the guy goes, stand clear of the closing doors. The guy goes, well, what's the next stop? Uh-huh. And the guy and the guy and the, the conductor's going, stand clear of the closing He keeps shutting the door, and it hits the guy's foot and wow. opens back up. It's shutting the door. It opens up, and the guy's just standing there. And the people on the train start going like, hey, get your foot on the door. And he goes, well, tell me the next fucking stop. Yeah. And, he's, and I'm just watching because I love it. Yeah. And then the whole crowd is like, what's the next? There's like 10 people like, where's the oh, train Oh, he was going? a hero. Yes. Oh, he wasn't but a dick. Some people were getting mad because okay. some people were like, hey, let's let the fucking train go. So the conductor uh-huh. guy is like. Not the conductor, but the guy that closes the doors and announces the stops. Yeah. 
He's like, get your fucking foot out of the door. And the guy's like, well, what's the fucking next stop? Yeah. And then the, the other people start going, they start yelling at the train guy. They're like, well, yeah. just tell him what he wants to hear. And the yeah. guy goes, I can't hear him, which is a lie. Because he screams, like, I can't hear him. And he goes, they go, what's the fucking next stop? And then the guy on the train goes, I don't know what the next stop is. Uh-huh. And then people start going, well, how do you not know what this next stop You're on the yeah. train. You're the fucking driver. Yeah. And he goes, I don't know. And they go, well, ask. You must have communication with the guy driving the train. Yeah. Just announce the next stop. And this whole time, he's pressing the button. So the doors are going, closing, oh, opening, closing, God, opening, closing, opening, closing, opening. And the guy goes, I'm not taking my fucking foot out of the door until you tell me what the fucking next... So I see where he's coming from. I like it. Because he's like, I don't know if I'm going home or not. I don't know where this train is going. Yeah, yeah. So everyone's now picking sides. It's like it's like a political thing. Uh-huh. People are like, get out of the fucking door. You're making every train late. And the guy's like, fuck you. I don't know where the train's going. Wow. This guy's, people are yelling at the guy. And then the, the conductor guy, whatever the fuck he's called, the people are getting in his face. And he's like in the little window there yeah, yeah, with yeah. the goggles on yeah. and shit. Yeah. It was a wild scene, and finally he just kept pressing that button to close the door on the guy. Yeah. The guy wouldn't move. He wouldn't budge. And finally the guy gets out of the thing, and he's like, fuck you! He takes his foot out, so yeah. the door starts moving. And as the, the train is driving by, the guy's giving him double fingers Whoa. in the window. And it was great. And the conductor guy's like, fuck off, fuck you. And everyone, it was a whole melee. Wow. It was great. Good, those MTA guys get away with murder. It was a great drama. We, but that's the thing, like, we're, we're like all these like nerd older people were just like, just tell them, tell them the stuff. Yeah, what yeah. are you talking about? Why are you being that stubborn? I'll tell you why. That's the only power he has. That's right. That's it. It's, it's a power move. He has this thing, but it's like, I, I don't understand. Like, how do you not know what direction he's going? And he's going, it's running on the end line. And you're like, well, just say what stop is next. Right, right. You have to know. Yes. That's your only job is running around underground like a fucking. Of course he knows. So oh, it was, it was wow. wild, but that guy really took a stance. I like that guy. But there was, but. I'm also on the other side, too. There's some people that are just like, I know where I'm going, and you're holding me up. Why don't they tell him? Those people who know should just tell the hipster guy. I think they were yelling, but he wanted to hear it from the conductor because uh, he was stubborn. Everyone was stubborn. Everyone was in stubborn. Situation. We're That's all the stubborn. problem with the country and the uh-huh. politics. Everyone's just stubborn. Woo. Everyone's like, no, no, no. You liberals yes. fucking hate cops, and the cops right. hate the cops. And everyone's like, right. oh, it's, it's I'm all, right. You're wrong. Everything, every argument and discussion is somewhere in the middle of the two things. Yes. Don't you feel that way? Yes. With all the the, the cops and the and the black people stuff, it's all in the middle somewhere. It's like yeah. you're ridiculous and you're ridiculous. It's yeah. more in here, the truth. Everyone is generalizing, but no one wants to be generalized. They go, "Hey, you can't say all black people are, are criminals," and then they go, "But all cops suck." Yeah, yeah. But you can't say all cops suck either. So who's right? Same you know? logic on both sides, and you're like, you're all fucking. Wow. Uh, Man, I'm, I'm impressed with this guy because those those MTA guys, cops do this too. Now I'm generalizing, but here we go. Uh, I've never been shot at. So, like, cops do this thing where you go, you know, you go, uh, hey, I see that the street's closed off, but uh, can you just tell me? And they go, ah, keep it moving. You're like, just tell me. Right, right. I know if you don't tell me, you have something I want, and right. you get off on that, but just fucking tell me. Security guards do it. All those fuckers do it. Yeah, this, that, that's just a general annoying thing that so many different people do, not just cops, where they, you, you have information, just tell me the information. Just tell me the information. I know you have it. Yeah. Just tell me. And then they go, I don't know. Right. Uh uh-huh. Uh, they start grunting. Fuck right. you! Tell me, I pay your your salary, cunt. Right. I've had ones with uh, I don't want kind of name names, but when you're working with a comic or opening up for a comic, and they're like, uh, I'm like, hey, what's the? Do you have the contact for the guy? And he's like, well, I'm not your agent. And I'm like, <sighs> I know you're not my agent, but you are my friend, yeah. and you have this information wow, that would help worst. me a lot. That is the worst. Well, what's uh, what's good here? I'm not the waiter. Well, you eat here every fucking night. Right. It's just you could just be a, a, a just human. Be a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Good for that guy. Speaking of annoying uh, humans, I had this one. This was fun. This is right around the corner here. 
The Beacon Hotel, right next to Stand Up New York here on the Upper West Side. Great yeah. place to shit. Second floor. Ooh. It's like a futuristic bathroom. Ooh, it's I like great. that. Good to know. It's clean and shiny, and it's a hotel. It's also a great place to write. You and I were sitting yeah. there the other day after the podcast. I got some bits out of that, I think. I've been sitting and writing there all the time. I plug my phone right in. No one bothers you. You sit in the nice lobby, it's and great. they have the Christmas piano music. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, love that. Boop, 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 boop. The tree's up. It's wonderful. So I was sitting there, and uh, I didn't realize it was stairs, so I'm taking the elevator to the second floor to take a big old dupe. Yeehaw. And uh, I get on. I hold the door for a big, fat woman, middle-aged, white woman, and her friend. Doors closed. She hits her button. She probably lives there or something. We're going. She goes. Uh, so, riding the elevator one floor, huh? <laughs> to you? Yes. And I turn, <laughs> and she's like three hundred and ninety thousand pounds. <laughs> and I just stared at it, and I was already annoyed because unless I'm like, what? who the fuck are you? Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know there was stairs. And she's like, wow. Just, she's like, I've done it myself. And then as the doors open, I go, I bet you have. Ooh. I kept walking. It felt good. I'm not taking no shit anymore. Yeah, you got that right. You're cutting down fatties. What is this? You're, you're taking the elevator one floor? What, are, are you wow. insane? Look at you. Yeah. Give me a break. Wow. I mean, I'm not, I'm not against fat people. I, Lord knows I had sex with most of them when sure. I was a young buck. I've seen it. Buck. Yes. But uh, what is that? One floor? You're going to give me shit for taking the elevator? Wow. Fuck you and your family. Man, oh, man, oh, man. We should try to find her in the neighborhood. Two bagels, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. But anyways, that Beacon Hotel is something else. Something else, except for the fat dykes who live there. Right. But I had a great night here at Stand Up New York Saturday. Yeah. Saturday night. I was, I was a, did a set downstairs, came up here. We did in Stand Up Labs, the little theater here, Anthony DeVito and Greg Stone. Uh-huh. Greg Stone's going to be a guest next week. They, they wanted to make a half-hour tape for the submission. Yeah. And the whole audience from downstairs came upstairs, and I was hosting up here. They saw me downstairs. So I walk out. And they had just seen me, so there was no intro necessary. I was just yeah. like, hey, guys, it's me again. They're oh, like, we love you. Nice. And it's so intimate here. We just had conversations and just a great, great show. Great and, uh, show. Anthony DeVito is unbelievable. Oh, man, so I've been funny. telling you for years. He's so good. So funny. I'm a huge fan. And then Stone is just one of the funniest people of all time. Stone has got some new stuff that's great. Yeah, I saw him last night. A couple of killers. Anyways, it was a great night. But uh, yeah, come to Stand Up New York. I feel like we don't plug it enough. It's a great club down great there. Great club. I was here last night, Sunday night, jammed. Yeah, Hot crowd. It was great. Saturday night, too. Sold out. They got a good thing going here. So come up to uh, 78th and Broadway, Stand Up New York. Uh, I'm a little worried. I'm not going to lie to you. What do you mean? I remember being with this girl in Austin and going, this is great pod stuff. This this thing that happened right now is killer for the pod, and I can't think of what it was. Oh, I know. Geez. It's killing me. I thought you were going to say she was like, whatever you do, don't mention that I was here or whatever. No. I mean, I'm keeping it pretty vague. Yeah, vague. Uh, no names. Damn it. There was something where I was like, this is gold. Now, let me ask you, this. Do you, have, do you did you have a lot of crushes? Everyone you talk about, you go, I had a thing for, I had a thing for. Is that uh, exaggeration, or did you just have a lot of, are you a crushy kind of guy? I'm a crush. You're that, a crusher. That's why I can't go further in a relationship, because I get too deep. I, I fall, I'm, I'm groveling at their feet. I'm falling in love. I'm, uh, you know, I'm all over them. I, I, uh, I need that, that love back, or I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, you know, blim, blub, blothering. You're saying you're too affectionate. Yes. Hmm. I'm, a, I'm a sweet guy deep down. Oh, wow. Blithering? Blithering. Blithering. Blubbering? I'm not sure. I think it's blubbering idiot. Blubbering. blubbering. Yeah, blubbering. Blubbering sounds like that lady in the elevator. She's yeah. a bit blubbery. That's what. It, that's the noise it makes when she walks. Uh, blubbering. Did you guys ever do boom, baba, boom? No. Oh, that was when a fat person would walk in school, and you'd go, boom, baba, boom. What? That's for like a hot, voluptuous chick. No, that was for like a heavy person. I thought that was like film noir, like the hot chick walks in, boom, baba, boom. No, that, you're thinking of, ba 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 boom, chick. 
Kaboom! Oh, well, boom! 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 They're very similar. That's yeah. That's just a, a lot of bit, booms and chicks. Yeah, that's a little bit different. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> Is that the Seinfeld? Yeah. I feel like we should uh, wrap up here soon, but uh, uh, yeah. I want to plug these shows. We got another show we're going to record with a guest. But this is the end of the year. What do we say for the end of the year? Oh, happy we, New Year! Happy and, New! Uh, thanks for having us. What a great year! Thanks for Boy, thanks for coming. We've come so far. We've made some new friends and new fans, and uh, it's it, the show's only going to get better as the years go on. I think it's going to get better and better. Our lives are getting more exciting. Yes. And, uh, and boy, we are going to get in trouble probably in 10 years when all this gets uh, re-listened to by our parents and authorities. Oh, but, yeah. Our parents. For, like, for now, let's live it up. If my Indian roommate figures out oh. that I have a podcast, my oh. God. I've been calling him a Samoan for six <laughs> months. <laughs> He'll sit on my face in my sleep and suffocate me. Oh, yeah. He's got some thighs. He's got a big belly. I want to just share this real quick because I saw it in my notes here. I was at the cellar the other night, and uh, Attell's on. We love Attell here at the uh, podcast. One of my faves. And uh, Will Sobins is hosting, who I also love. And Attell brings Will on stage, and uh, Attell goes, you ever use a butt plug, Will? And Will goes, what's a butt plug for? And Attell goes, swimming! Because <laughs> I don't want to drown. Oh, that's I fucking funny. laughed so hard. That's great. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was gold. But uh, let's run through some dates. We're not playing yes. our dates here. And that's, what's the point of having a podcast if you You're can't right. come see us live? Well, luckily, a couple of uh, savvy listeners have said, hey, we want to get these two homos out to our town and have them perform, and they're paying us, and it's going to be great, and we love to do it. So a uh, couple guys. We got January 17th. No, I don't think so. Ah, uh, shit. January 29th, I think. Right? Is it 20? Oh, boy. I believe it's January 29th. I thought we changed it to the 17th. No, it was the 17th. We changed it. Oh, this is trouble. Checking the calendar now, folks. Yeah, it's January 29th. Oh, God. January 29th in Marlboro, Massachusetts. Checking. Was the 17th. You moved it to the 29th. You're right. It is. January 29th will be in Marlboro, Massachusetts, and this is for a good cause. Hit us up for the details, because I don't know the website offhand. Yeah. But it's it's a charity show, so uh, come out to that. It's going to be a hot one. Marlboro, great town. Thursday, January 29th. And then February 20th, we'll be together at in Penn. Philly. In Philly. And that's going to be a hot one, too. So, And they're not close. So they're not uh, rival gigs or anything. February 20th. And uh, January 8th through the 10th, I'll be at the Tacoma Comedy Club. Come out to that one uh-huh. if you're in the uh, Pacific Northwest. And then also uh, January 23rd and 24th, I'll be at the Dead Crow Comedy Club Woo-wee. in Wilmington, North Carolina. I'm doing a little North Carolina, South Carolina run. Hit me up for details. Mark, where are you going to be? Uh, well, I got a couple fun dates. Uh, I'm in Philly uh, on, on January 2nd and 3rd. Then I'm in Montreal the weekend after that. But on the 10th is the New York Podcast Festival where we are featured. Uh, I wish you were there. Joe's not going to be there, I'm gonna unfortunately. Be out of town. I'm going to be uh, riding, the, the, riding the horns, riding the rails, steering the boat. That makes the most sense of those. Steering the ship. Uh-huh. Manning the hull, uh, tweaking the cheeks. I don't know. So come on out to that. That's at uh, Fontana's in the Lower East Side. Great place. 7 o'clock. It's going to be great. Come say hi. Meet. Take photos. Do the whole thing. Got to get a guest host for that. Mm-hmm. Figure that one out. And uh, yeah, yeah. Then, uh, you know, I'm at the Comedy Nest in Montreal on the 17th. I'm in San Francisco on the 24th. And uh, Comedy Connection on the 31st. And I'll save some September dates for September. September. I mean February. Ah, so. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. February. 
All right. Uh, and then uh, hit us up on Twitter, at Joe List Comedy, at Mark Norm. And then follow us at, uh, at Tuesday Stories, whatever the fuck that one is. I don't even know what the handle is. That's it. But, at, uh, at Tuesday tu- Tuesday Stories. Yes, Tuesday Stories. And then email us. We love those emails. Every one of them means so much to us. We never respond because we're gay. But uh, just write us. Tuesdays with stories at Gmail. We appreciate it so yes. much. And thanks for listening. And uh, Happy New Year. Be safe out there. Be safe, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and uh, we'll see you next year. Yeah, yeah, don't make yourself one of those New Year's stories where you die. All right, we no. love you.